Hello and welcome back to the Radio Nesties podcast, the the greatest horror and cult movie podcast in generic summer camp. As usual, I'm your host Richard with my co-host Vic. I remember hating you. <laughs> oh, oh, you say that to me every day. Because I do remember it every How do you day. forget, though? I don't. I consistently remember. <laughs> That's why I always say, I remember hating you. Uh, I never forget I hate you. Your mum should have aborted you. She could afford it. Yeah, they're only $300. Well, over here. <clears throat> we have the NHS for now. Oh, there's the real horror. <laughs> Boris Johnson. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not getting into that. That's no. Let's that try and avoid me. politics. I don't want to. I don't want to do horror that actually worries me. So today we have another listener decided episode. We picked the burning with Madman, two Cropsey legend inspired. Uh, if you know about yeah. the Cropsey uh, urban legend. murders, like there was, there's quite a good documentary. If it's still on. Netflix. I watched oh. I watched the documentary on Cropsey way before I watched these. So when these were when I was told, like obviously I think me and you watched the burning. Yeah. When I was told about that that it was to do with Cropsey. I was like, Oh and then it's pretty much nothing to do with Cropsey besides and that yeah, he killed some kids. Um, the burning came in with its garden <coughs> shears and stabbed the fuck out of Madman and one yeah. by a landslide. So yeah, today we're talking the burning. Um, I'm sure we'll get to Madman eventually. Yeah, at some point. Maybe we'll do a losers playoff eventually. We'll do a losers club. <laughs> oh. So the Burning is from 1981. I think Madman was originally recorded, but it didn't come out till like 85 or something. Yeah, they, they had problems, didn't they? Because they realised that there were similarities with the Burning, so they changed it a bit. Yeah. Which still happens. Then why does that happen so much? Yeah. Like every year, there's two films that do the same thing. It's really weird. Yeah. But we open in Cla- Camp Blackfoot. We've got a couple of uh, camp kids doing a little scheme. Yeah, they're getting ready to play a prank on old Cropsy. One of the boys has like a box. I mean, of I think this goes beyond a prank. Yeah, I know. I don't know where they. Oh. So he's got a box of something, and they sneak this box into the caretaker's cabin because they say he's a prick. I mean, he is, to be fair. Uh, afterwards, like, I'd be a prick if fucking seven kids burned me alive. But they do mention on later that he was a bit of a sadist and enjoyed hurting people. Yeah, and shit. But, I mean... I mean, I'm not condoning burning from a little them. bit here. <laughs> yeah, it's a rough time. <clears throat> that. But Cropsy is sleeping in his... He's the caretaker. He's sleeping in his cabin. They put this box inside, and the, the lad that, that leaves it in the uh, the cabin, he lights it up, and then they he goes out, and they bang on the window to wake up Cropsy. He wakes up, sees what was in the box, and it's a fucking, like... Head. A human head. Where did they get it from? This is what I'm saying. They're saying he's a sadist. They just dug up a corpse. <laughs> or acquired one. Yeah. And rotted it. Somehow. Oh, it's got worms coming. I mean, rightly so. He's like, what the fuck? Like, bats it away. And then his cabin's obviously doused with fucking oil because it instantly alights. And then he alights. All the kids look to each other like, Like, oh, we fucked up. This didn't pan out how we were. Well, he runs out on fire. 
What rolls what, what? down a ditch? How did this pan out in their head? Would, I think they were just like, like oh, he's going to be well scared. Flaming oh. skull. Oh, we didn't know. We didn't know his uh, cabin was doused with oil. <laughs> One of the kids is like, oh, oh, I, th- oh, I thought you said douse the cabin in oil, John. Why would we say that? You've just caused a death. I mean, I know, but I thought that was part of the. Pro- You've just killed a man, John. And you put the head in there. You dug up a corpse, you fucking weirdos. Like, all I did was douse a fucking cabin with oil. Use... Why do I hang about with you? And you fucked the corpse before yeah. you took it. How did you know that? We were all watching. Uh, we were all watching. <laughs> Wanking. Well, most of us were. Some of us got offended. Then wanked over getting offended. That's where we are in this world now, aren't we? Oh, I'm so offended. <laughs> I mean... I- I mean, <clears throat> I agree with you, but I, I'd probably be offended too if I stumbled. Onto <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't have wanked because you're offended, <laughs> though. No, that's what I'm getting. I get offended. Do you know what? I don't think I would be offended. I'd be like, you know what? You do you. No, I'm but off. I'd be offended by the, the corpse fucking. I'd be like, and the, the children wanking <laughs> over it. I'd be like, this has offended me. And I'd leave promptly. Uh, I would leave just because it's like, I'm not getting caught up in this. They're going to think I'm part of the fucking... I explain this all day. <laughs> but Cropsy runs out. So those children were fucking that corpse before I got there. <laughs> Cropsy runs out on fire and he falls down a ditch and the kids are just like, let's get fucking out of here because they're going to think we burned that man. Well, we did. We, yeah. And then we cut to St. Catherine's Hospital a week later. And um, this scene always makes me laugh. There's an orderly showing around a new doctor. But it's like this doctor. this like hip black nurse guy, orderly guy. And he's like, yo, motherfucker. You ain't never seen a motherfucking <laughs> corpse like this. He's pretty stereotypical. He's like, <laughs> you white boy, you ain't never going to see anything like this. He's like, people like you. This poor fucking nerdy white man comes in. He's like... Oh yeah, you're a bitch, aren't you? It's almost like be the uh, Weinstein's don't understand minorities. <laughs> well, he's like, yeah, but he's taking the piss out of this poor, this poor nerdy white man's just started his job, and this fucking guy comes off, the, you know, the, the guy comes out and he's like, "You're right, you're awesome. shit, you are. You're going to be well out of here in like two days." Because you want to see something really? Do you want to see something minging? When you see that, you're going to fuck off. Like I'm a dick. Like does he just do this every night? Every maybe new he's... new person. Time to show them a corpse. Maybe he's just really territorial. <clears throat> like this hospital really struggles to get this new employees. This is my motherfucking hospital, bitch. <laughs> what is it? It's like. Uh... It's like the scene of uh, Pulp Fiction, isn't it? With the pimp scene. It's like, I'm going to go medieval <laughs> on those bitches. <laughs> and uh, he's just constantly showing all the new recruits and like the management like, Dave. I, I know. We, we, we keep telling you, stop showing all our new staff. They're really fucked up. This hospital is going under. We're all going to lose our jobs because we can't find staff. Yeah, but I'm still here, motherfucker. Like, but we oh, won't be, um, you won't be much You're a lovely person. You... You're a lovely no, person. I'm, I'm a dick. <laughs> no, you're not. But but you're a valuable... Uh, a b- Actually, no, no, you're, you're fired. Not. Yeah, why like, I don't know why. You? <laughs> you're the problem. <laughs> nah, motherfucker. I think uh, it just shows how bad I am at management that I haven't realised I should have sacked you a long time ago. I'm going to leave. I'm leaving now. By the way, look at Cropsy. But, yeah. I've seen him, Dave. But I've seen t- him. <laughs> yeah. He takes this poor white man 
I, I say this, this has got racial. He takes this poor white man. <laughs> this damn black man takes this poor white man to see a corpse. They're, they're, I, I, he's doing it for a prank. He's like, you're going to love this, aren't you? Look at this burnt corpse. The best of it is, he shits himself more than the fucking white guy does. <laughs> and he was expecting Yeah. That. So he takes him in to see Cropsy. He's like, oh, this guy got burned up. It's like, he's fucking horrible. And this guy's, this the white guy's like, I really don't want to see this. And he's like, no, you've got to see it because I'm going to scare you away. The black guy, he, he goes in and he's like, come over here. Come over here and see. Because he looks at it, he's like, oh. And the, the you know, the, the white guy's standing in the doorway. Oh, no. I haven't trained in medical school. I can't look at awful things. It's like, you're going to be a doctor. Yeah. Like, really, you should be looking at these things. I mean, he's got a point, the black guy. Like, you really should be looking at these things. If these things scare no, you, like, I'm, I'm going to keep wrong, my man. eyes closed for all surgery. Like, yeah. You can't do People will die. You've slit his throat, doctor. It's not my problem. But the black guy, he gets grabbed by this horrific, burnt arm. The white guy <laughs> legs it. He's like, nope, I'm off. <laughs> And the uh, the black guy just stands there screaming. He's like, I've went too far this time. <laughs> and uh, then we instantly cut Get to home. five years later. Yeah. Uh, where we see Cropsy being wheelchair. I like this scene. He's, like, uh, he's being pushed in a wheelchair and there's just little audio clips. Yeah. Like saying like, oh, you'll... Sorry, the you'll be all right. didn't take. Yeah, you know, you'll, you'll, be you'll, you'll adjust. Soon. Everything will be okay, you know, and it's like... And then they kind of like... What I liked about that part as well is... That, they kind of roll him to the door, and then they're just like, off you go. Like, no, 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 you can't take the wheelchair. That's ours. Goodbye. I can't walk properly because my legs are that short proper I'm now. so burnt. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> but yeah, Cropsy is let loose on the world. With his and crippling he... medical bills. I mean, it's been, it's been five years, so he obviously needs some poontang. And I knew goes, you. Were, I don't know how, but I knew yeah. you were going to use the word. I always poon refer tank. to it as poon tank. That's why you never get any. Yeah, I should have been born in the seventies. But he goes into a he goes into a building with a hooker. I'm assuming she's like she's definitely yeah. And uh, he turns off the lights. One thing I don't know why I like that so much about the scene, but when he turns the lights off, the music stops as well. Oh, I didn't click on that. Yeah. The music in this is great as well. Yeah. It's done by Rick Wakeman. They, who's that? He's a composer. Yeah, but she's kind of like you know, hurry up! I need to get on to my next fuck. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't know. I mean, you know, yeah, she, she's got. She says I've got to make she's a living, but that's what it means. You know, yeah. she's like, hurry up! I've got other dicks to put in me tonight, <laughs> yeah. so I can afford my heroin. But he approaches her, and she finally gets like a glimpse of his face, and she's like instantly she's like, like nah, she's really polite about. It. She's just like, please, please just go, please just please. go, and just, he's like, instantly just, he's like, nah, nah, I'm, I'm fucking cropsy, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he grabs her, and she goes to like go for a pair of scissors, and he just stabs the fuck out of her, which I, I really this is like his effect. Could, yeah. Like just wiggling around, he kind of wiggles it a bit. Yeah, quite well. Well, this is like his I might first use kill. Like a bigger though. <laughs> Do you know what? For a second, when I rewatched this, and he, you know, the first time he shows the shears, I was like, "Those are big fucking scissors." <clears throat> Thinking they were the same scissors from before, I was like, "Wait, what?" I was like, "Them scissors are huge. <laughs> Practically large." But he stabs her with the scissors, and uh, this begins Cropsy's. Massacre. I liked the shot of all the blood on the mirror. Yeah, right. That like, was really spurts cool, up. Yeah. yeah. But then we cut to a 
another camp. Mm-hmm. Camp Stonewater. We have two characters staring at some female buttocks. Yeah. This is one of the sleaziest slashes I've seen. Well, they're playing, yeah, they're playing like ball. And um, the two guys, they're, they're staring at uh, this guy's ass, I think. And one of them, Eddie, yeah. is he hits on the girl. They eventually have like a, a thing. But I genuinely think like all the characters get fairly good characterization in this film. Even yeah. the side ones are like annoying. They've all got so. like gimmicks. Yeah, like they're all right. And most of them are horrible people. But yeah, at least they're but, um, developed arseholes. Another girl, Tiger, who doesn't really hair she, like a mushroom. Yeah, she doesn't really do much. But no. again, like she has her own gimmick. She's kind of like tomboyish. I suppose. Well, I don't. She? Yeah, but what? Why is such an insignificant character got such a weird name? Or like Tiger, Tiger. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah, you'd think it'd be for. But they, they, they knock the ball that they're using into the woods and Tiger goes to look for it. And this is where we get our first kind of like proper POV from Cropsy, stalking them. And this is where I thought he had the giant pair of fucking scissors, but no. <laughs> Cropsy's uh, weapon of choice in this film is a pair of garden shears. What are they? <laughs> Will somebody explain well to done. me what they are? Well they are in great depth. <laughs> but um, she finds the ball, she returns it before... Cropsy acts. So, the, the, another great thing I like about this film is the, the build-up of tension. Vision. Well, I like the Cropsy vision, but yeah. the build-up of tension is great. Yeah, like there's a, quite a few Cropsy stalking moments where you go, "Ah, oh, he's going to kill someone here," and he doesn't. And you're like, quite like that. Yeah. But we cut to a canteen kind of scene now. It makes it sound like Tatooine, doesn't it? Okay, same's on. So we get Karen, who was the uh, the female that Eddie was uh, hitting on, and she's talking to the uh, the female the female counselor. I can't remember her f- Michelle. Michelle, yeah, the female counselor about El- uh, um, about Eddie and the you know the, she's kind of doing the whole you know if you like him. Go with him. And she's she says at one point in character she's like sometimes I'm scared of him and it's like oh my god like are you uh, right like yeah. call the police <clears throat> he is a bit rapey to yeah fair. I mean he has raped me like, I'm sorry what yeah 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 like I, I I forgot to mention that bit oh no my god darling you need to call the the police no he's all right sometimes sometimes he's scary he lets me out of the basement one day a week. I think you've got a horrible <laughs> case of Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, it's only a little small scene just to set up some of the. Uh, character arcs I suppose Eddie and Karen head off at one point which sets up a kill so they're obviously setting this stuff up quite early on the next morning another girl Sally she goes for a shower and we get our uh, tits yeah the the whole horror tit shot for as sleazy as this film is there's not a lot of nudity though no. I think this is like the only, only no we get shot. another tit shot because Karen in the uh, skinny dip oh of course she yeah. gets full frontal Karen does she hears something, and you know, obviously, like we're supposed to. Noise yeah, whispers She's going to get uh, yeah, sheared. And then we, you know, we we see uh, Michelle waking up the other girls, and as she's waking them up, Sally screams, and Michelle runs out. And we see uh, my most hated character in this film, who we're supposed to have sympathy for. Yeah, Alfred. Um, you the know. worst part is he's he's the final girl. Oh no! So he was perving on. Uh, Sally, that you know what like uh, I liked about this shot because it's like it's Todd who's the male counselor, yeah, and then um, Michelle's next to him, and in the background is Eddie, and when she says to Todd, 
Oh, he was fucking perving on a thing. You just see Eddie in the background make this massive smirk. He's like, you dirty bastard. <laughs> I did not it's pick up great. on that. Eddie is like, the, it's the most cheesiest grin you've ever seen. He's like, oh, ho, ho. Um, And Alfred's like, I only meant to scare her. Yeah. Why are you doing this stuff, mate? Like, why are you running around the well, shower? He blames like... it on Glazer, doesn't he? Yeah, so Todd Todd basically covers for him and he says, look, I'll deal with it and yeah. I'll go and talk to Alfred. Like, you know, Because oh. Michelle's like, he needs to be fucking kicked out of camp. Yeah, which I agree I with. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking perving on girls in the shower. Yeah. But he basically talks to Todd and Todd's like, you know, I've been in this situation. I was in camp before, but I got kicked out. Um, you know, you, you've got an opportunity here you know, to stop yeah. doing this shit. He's like, but Glazer keeps picking on me and everyone's, nobody's my friend. And it's like, it's like well, okay, probably so you're allowed to go around and... Perv. Yeah, like, he's an awful character. Oh, he's horrible. We get a scene now with the girls in, in their, uh, you know, their, their room and they're talking about the incident. And basically, one of them says he wanted that Alfred wanted to get back at Glazer, um, and then another girl's like, he wanted to get back at Glazer, so he scares the shit out of Sally. And I'm yeah. like, you go, girl. <laughs> you yep, twice oh, yeah. in a row. Oh yes, because um, Glazer's into Sally, isn't he? Yeah. They also mentioned talking about going on a canoe trip, which will be very important later on. Yep. But then we meet my favorite character in the film, the aforementioned Glazer. I love Glazer. Glazer is great. <laughs> he is the best character in this film wow. by far. And he's supposed to be the bully. Yeah. So Glazer threatens Alfred. He's basically like, you're... And he's... You know what it is? He's the most stereotypical, like, Guido. Well, yeah. It's like, you motherfucker. Because he even says, like, what you staring at, you little fucking Yeah, loser. you little <laughs> fucking weirdo. <laughs> you touch my girl again, I'm gonna fucking sort you out, man. But, um... Todd sees this, and we see that, you know, like, Glazer's kind of got this, he looks up to Todd, essentially, yeah. like, Todd can sort him out, pretty much. Like, this guy, Glazer's pretty big. Like, you know, for a kid that's supposed to be, what, I don't know, like, 14. Yeah, yeah, like, he's pretty fucking big, and he's, and Todd's like, you're listening to me, and he's like, okay, I'll listen. <laughs> and um, he's like, but, he, he's right, he turns around, and he goes, he's the one that was looking at the women in the shower, and I was like, I know, yeah. you're right. And he Todd's really like, stands you're up a dick. Yeah. Like, I'm the dick. Yeah, exactly. I was or, like, Todd, I was you're just, the dick, mate. Yeah, I was telling this guy to stop <clears throat> perving on yeah. people, and I'm the dick. I love Glazer. I don't know why he gets such a bad rep in this film. I think film. Todd's got a thing for Alfred. Yeah, probably. Oh, he is very close to him. And what, what sort of name is Glazer? I don't know, but I love it. Again, like, it's he, so he's 80s. great, Glazer. <laughs> now we get introduced to the main gang of the film i guess yeah you've got so the, the there's the group of guys and they're essentially trying to convince alfred to go swimming he's like no i don't do that because i'm a fucking weirdo he doesn't say that are the but... running naked girls swimming no not in not in <laughs> yeah yeah but we've got dave who is um i don't watch it but he's the seinfeld guy i knew i recognized yeah him. he's the yeah, seinfeld guy him. yeah um, we've got Fish, who's the tall guy. He doesn't really do much. He's just one of their gang. And then we've got Woodstock, who was in an episode of Always Sunny. Was he? Yes, was he? he was the uh, reviewer that they kidnap. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Fucking hell. Yeah. They go in, and, and Alfred stands there like a fucking weirdo. Like, look, look, look. life's a lie. <laughs> 
And then Glazer runs over like the beast he is and just fucking pushes him in. He's like, get in there, you fucking weirdo. But everyone's like, he can't fucking swim. I know, it's like, well, let him drown then. Just let him drown. The film would be better. Imagine he actually the film would be oh, What film, no. Glazer? The film we're in where Cropsy kills us all. The film over the year. Glazer swims over to the girls on like the, the raft. Yeah. And we find that Glazer's... He's head over heels with this Sally girl. But the uh, the three... the You know, the three he's guys... Like, oh, Sally, you want to come swim with me? You want to come swimming with me? She's like, no. And he's like, why not? <laughs> Your dick's not big enough, Glazer. He's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Dave Fish and Woodstock, they decide to get back at Glazer by shooting him with a pea shooter. I, I, I quite like this scene. I think this yeah. scene's quite humorous. Um, but they uh, they fire the pea shooter at Glazer's ass, And, you know, he's like, what the fuck was that? And then, you know, he's like, Woodstock, I think you got him. Um, Dave's like kind of a comic relief in this film, yeah. I suppose. And then after they shoot him in the ass, they all moon him. Yeah, and I've then Glazer gets pushed in oh, by the girls. Look at our bum. I know. Like, mm. right, thanks. Cheers. But then we get, we we go to the, the the gangs all the in the gangs all in the cabin, and um, this is where we find out that Dave is essentially kind of like the, the contraband smuggler. guy. Yeah. yeah, like the one that's in prison. He's got all the hustlers, and yeah. the playboys, and we we notice that cropsy has got a POV shot. He's watching them from outside, which is pretty much all he does in this film for a while. Um, not that I'm saying anything about that. I actually quite like that. I yeah. like that he's not just running about killing people willy-nilly. Glazer actually takes the piss out of two of the guys for reading um, Nudie Max. Yeah. He's like, you like, fucking... Why do you try the real thing yeah. sometimes, you fucking weirdos? <laughs> I love your Glazer impression. <laughs> but um, he moans about these Johnnies that Dave gets him. He's like, he's like you got what, what I want. And he's like, absolutely, absolutely shit. I asked for lubricated... Condoms. These are not, These are not lubricated. lubricated. I hope you. I hope you know I ain't paying for this bullshit. Alfred then catches a glimpse of Cropsy's minging face yeah. through the window, and this is kind of like a blink or you'll miss it kind of thing. But his face is pretty fucked up. And Alfred, I, I do love Alfred's reaction to this because you kind of like, <laughs> and like that's yeah, I agree with you there. Like you'd be like, what the fuck? Nobody believes him, and. uh Todd comes out from behind and we get kind of like a fake out where he looks in the, the, the porter party. Yeah. And it's just a dove. So is this a John Woo film? Like the dove just taking a shit. Yeah, like, you know what? <laughs> Fucking rude that is opening the door while I'm here. Oh, like a match dove. Yeah. Glazer makes a comment about Alfred seeing something and Todd asks him about it, but Alfred being the little ponce that he is is like, I didn't see anything. And if I didn't have tits, so I wasn't interested. Yeah. We get another canteen scene now. Glazer acts like Glazer. Yeah, it's he tries great. almost Sally. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. I love Glazer. They talk. They all talk about the canoe trip um, tomorrow, and uh, Woodstock notices that he hasn't got his vitamins, so he heads back to the cabin. And at this the, this point, the older counselor he starts to lecture the rest of them on. Yeah, I guess he's like the, canoe the trip. head counselor. Yeah, because he's, he's much older much. than. Yeah. yeah, he's um, obviously like the upper management. Yeah. Well, we see that Woodstock is being watched by Cropsy and that um, the electric is out in the cabin because, of course... It has to be. Yeah. Um, we see that Cropsy's kind of like stalking Woody and then we get another kind of fake out because... Uh, yeah, we he, think it's Cropsy coming He enters the cabin and you're like, oh, cold. this is the first kill. Well, the the first camper kill and it's, uh, it's just Todd. But 
what I did like is that we do see Crops's POV again while Todd's in there. So he was definitely, that whole time, it was... Th- do you know what I hate in horror films where they do, like, the POV shot of, like, the killer that's obviously stalking someone? And then it's like, oh, no, it's Todd. And it's like, yeah. well, why was he walking like that then? Yeah. All, all ominous, hiding behind bushes and shit. So I, I do... That's how I get around. <laughs> I do like that they show you that POV again, because it's like, oh, thank you. Yeah. At least he was actually watching. The canoe trip begins now, and... Uh, I the... love this bit, because it's like just a little montage, but it's got like the best little banjo interlude instrumental yeah. ever. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's like... And they're all just like messing about. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> it's like deliverance. We've entered deliverance now. <laughs> oh, you can't beat a good banjo interlude. No. But yeah, they, um, this next scene, this is where we get our... Like classic Cliche, campfire, yeah, scene. scary story. Yeah, so Todd tells the story of Cropsey and Camp Blackfoot, and he basically says, "This is where you know you said, God oh. and she." Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, the long kind. Of, we know what God like and she are, mate. I mean, God and she will do. Like, I don't need to know how long they were. You're I really think there are people just like, what are these gardens? Tell us more. Tell me more about these gardens. I mean, the story's more interesting. No, you got us hooked on the uh, the garden shit. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Who invented them? <laughs> oh, well, it was uh, Sir Edward Shearer. <clears throat> One day he looked at his garden and thought, fucking state this. I need some scissors for this. <laughs> he started clipping some bigger it scissors. scissors. Like, these are too small. What for I need this. is some bigger ones of these. But um, he plan- Todd basically plans a scare on the camp, and there's a line here that becomes quite important at the very end. And he basically says, don't breathe. You're dead. Yeah, I like it. It's what it's... Uh... He's like, don't talk, it's he'll like, hear yeah, you. Don't, don't, don't speak, he'll hear you. Yeah, don't, don't move, he'll see you. Yeah, and then don't, don't breathe. breathe. You're, You're dead. dead. Yeah, and then Eddie pops out with a mask on, scares everyone. They're all like, you're a cunt. But Eddie and Karen, this is where they head out to the woods because they previously planned. He was like, "Meet me, yeah, somewhere, somewhere." Yeah, it's like, like it's you know. open in line, like meet me yeah. at eight thirty and the blah blah blah. Um, they they kind of get jiggy with it, but Karen's kind of like half in, half out. She's like, well, "I kind of want to fuck you, but I don't." Yeah, Eddie's like, "I don't get you." Like you know, sometimes you seem. Like I mean, I kind like of me. agree with him here and because then... it's like she goes out like naked skinny dipping with him full frontal and she's like no don't touch me and it's like but that's probably why she's like that he's probably just really fucking you know hands on and she's like right but, can we I mean, take I suppose, this slow but how long have they been going they must have been going out all, all on and off for a while because she's he, when he about... says he's going into the skinny dipping it's like right i'm coming into the pool you know, I'm just going for a swim. Come in if you want. She's just like, okay, if it's just a swim. Yeah, but she swims over to him with her tits out. Yeah. And then he's like, oh. And then she's like, no. And he's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, could you just tell me? Like, if, you don't, if you're not interested in me, just leave me alone. And then like, come back in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, we get, we get our butt shot in this scene with her uh, walking in to the skinny dipping. So we've had a tit shot. We've had a butt shot. We also get a shot of Copsy watching them. So yeah, Karen gets cold feet. Eddie tell literally, Eddie's like, why don't you just fuck off? And she's like, okay. And then she like, she finds a trail of her clothes. Yeah, they've been scattered. Yeah, and she's like, oh, not now. I mean, <laughs> please just give me my clothes, I, I like it when she's saying please, like the yeah. clothes are going to assimilate yeah. back. This is where we get our full frontal shot for anybody that likes that in the horror films, I suppose. Eddie swims away and pretty much leaves her. He's like, oh, I'm done with this. I've had enough. 
I don't care if she hypothetically gets killed by a burnt man or something. <laughs> yeah. But um, Karen, weirdly enough, gets uh, killed by a burnt man. She gets what her throat slit. Great effect. Yeah, good kill. I really do like the effects in this one. I think it's Tom Savini, isn't it? Is it? That makes I sense. Think it that is. makes. I mean, yeah, I'll have to fact check. Of sense. I'm fairly certain it's Tom Savini. The next morning, Todd and Michelle, who have obviously realised that Karen hasn't come home for the night, they confront Eddie about where she is, and he basically says, you know, like she went off. Maybe I was a bit too rough with her, but I told her to fuck off, and I thought she just went home with everybody else. Michelle's like, you thought she went home with everybody else? And Todd's like, okay, bitch, calm down. I'm gonna go and uh, I'm gonna go sort this out. And then we get two of the girl campers, I think it's Tiger and one of the other ones, they shout over that the canoes are gone. And there's a, like a little hoo-ha of like, oh, did Karen do it? And it's yeah, like, they why did she do Karen's it just because she's a little... Yeah, like, like Why would she take them all? Well, just because she's a bitch. Like, she wouldn't just let the rest of them go. But he, uh, Todd says, basically, we'll all gather where the canoes were moored and we'll, we'll sort this out. Glazer blames Alfred at this bit, and it's great. He turns around and he's like, what do you do with the fucking canoes, you <laughs> fucking weirdo? And it's like, I love you, Glazer. I love you two bits. But Todd basically says, we're going to have to build a raft. So everyone's split up in a horrorville and uh, go and start looking for your wood and, and everything to make the raft. I couldn't <laughs> think the of the word, word yeah. then. We get a brief scene with Michelle and Todd talking about finding, you know, whether or not they're going to find the canoes and what's happened to Karen. And we found out that Todd was in the, the Boy Scouts. She's like, oh, I'm glad I've got someone from the Boy Scouts here. And like... They've got a thing going on, I suppose. Yeah. And it's never yeah, really, like, explicitly said until they just start kissing. And it's like, yeah, they I know we had something going on. and then start making out. Yeah. We get Dave Fish and Wood, uh, Woodstock searching with a couple of the girls. And um, one of the lines I liked in this, just because it always works, is they, they're like, what the hell are we supposed to be looking for anyway? I think Woodstock says it. And then Dave and Fish in unison say, your mother. I'm like, that's great. It's never, it's just, it just don't, the it doesn't change. Shit old. don't change. Shit don't change. Glazer and Sally also look for some wood and um, <laughs> Glazer kind of like starts basically moaning at her. At this point. He's yeah, like, why won't you why get won't with you me? Like, please me. just get with me or tell me like you're not going to be with me. And she's like, what the hell? She basically Maybe. does it out of annoyance. Like, yeah. if it'll shut you up, you can fucking yeah. shag me. It's not really... I mean, it's, I mean, obviously it's the fucking Weinstein's, but it's not really a teaching great messages to our young I mean, children because that's gets where quite... people should be getting their lessons from horror See, films. I don't know if you feel like because that bit, yeah, I get it with you, but like later on, it turns out Glaze is actually quite a nice lover. <laughs> I mean, it sounds weird coming from another man, but like he genuinely is. Like he, like after they have sex, because he prematurely, yeah, he's a poot, two pump Trump. Yeah, and then she's and he's kind of like, I guess you want to go back now. I'm sorry and everything. And she's like, No, we can stay here and try again. Do you know what I mean? Like, go get some wood for the fire. I think I'm. Well, I'm pretty sure she says like, Oh, is that it? Like, yeah, oh, don't we're, say. We're that. jumping ahead, I suppose. But they begin to build the raft, and Cropsy fucking is stalking them. And uh, Glazer, this is where Glazer and Sally agree to get with each other later on. They're like, Oh, you know, tell you what, we'll come back here later on, and yeah. we'll, we'll do some sexy time and Alfred is the watching them like a fucking again. weirdo like we're supposed to like this guy yeah he's the fucking like I say he's sympathetic character and it's girl. like he's a cunt he is he's the worst of the lot kill him Cropsy yeah 
The raft's made now, and Fish, Eddie, Woody, and two of the girl campers are the ones that... I don't know how they get voted to go with this. Like they're just the ones that take the raft. I and, mean, if um, I, I, I'd be nominating Glazer, but he's the big... Um, he's a big guy. guy. Yeah. He, could, he could probably raft more than the rest of us combined. Yeah. But yeah, they're out on the raft, and they eventually spot one of their canoes. Yeah. And... Um, they kind of do the whole like slowly approaching it, and you're going, "Oh, this oh, going to be props a is going to be waiting in that queue." Oh, I thought I generally thought the first time I watched it, Karen was going to be in there, all like cut up, and they're going to be like, "Oh fuck, Karen's dead." And I thought that was what was going to kick off yeah. the the last app. I remember me and you watching this for the first time as well. Like, yeah. We weren't ready. Well, we were for, both. We, weren't we were both like, "Oh, this is where this is going to happen." Yeah, and then out of fucking nowhere. Cropsy jumps out and we get this fucking awesome kind of like silhouetted shot of him raising his yeah. spears, uh, spears, his shears. If you've seen the artwork, you know the shot. Yeah, it's like him lifting it over. And then he just fucking takes all five of them out. Like nothing. It's He's literally just like one to the one next, the to the next, to the next. I've ever seen yeah. in a horror film. Like Woodstock gets his fucking fingers chopped yeah. off. Like one of the girls gets her forehead like caved in by the by the shears. Eddie gets stabbed in his neck, yeah, which ain't a great effect, I will say there, because his neck looks longer than my arm in that scene. <laughs> Maybe he's just got a long neck. Yeah. Long but... neck Eddie, they call him. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, apart from all that, it's genuinely one of the best kills I've seen in horror. And yeah, the first time you see it, you just You're like, weren't fuck. expecting it. So... The best thing is, I watched this with Charlotte, like, obviously afterwards, and she had exactly the same reaction as we did. She was like, fucking hell, is he going to kill all of them? I was like, yeah, yeah, he pretty much is, to be fair. This cropsy has been in fucking the hospital for five years, but he knows how to kill kids. Which is really weird, by the way. <laughs> uh, if you get that reference, we didn't know that you'd be so good at killing people. After this is where Michelle and Todd have their... Uh... The little, they have their moment in the woods. Yeah, they have a little flirt, a little make-out session. Yeah, and then um, Glazer and Sally... Have, they begin to get jiggy with it. Yeah, and this is what poor Clay. I genuinely feel sorry for Glazer in this situation. Like he is a two pump jump, yeah. and I get the feeling that's because he gives a good game, but it's he's probably he never get the condoms again. <laughs> I generally think though it is because he's like he's that typical guy that gives out more than he's really got. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He's like, oh, I'm a big tough man, but really, he's, he's all mouth. Yeah, he comes too early. To be fair on her, she takes it like a fucking champ. She's like, it's okay. Well, I'm not a person. She literally says, is that all? Yeah, like, oh, and then I think the she kind guy. of like goes, fuck, I've been horrible there. And she's like, no, we can stay here. Don't worry. Like, You go get some wood. Uh, some more wood. Because you're thin your... <laughs> Hey, I was waiting for you. I was waiting for you to go in then. No, he doesn't go to get some wood, sorry. He goes to get some matches to build them a fire. He's yeah. like, I'll go back, get some matches to build us a fire. And it's like, oh, Glazer, you're a romantic at heart. <clears throat> but unfortunately for Glazer... Should have had a tactical wank. He should have, yes. Yeah, Take very the advice true. from the in-betweeners. Yep. Cropsy's watching them, and uh, Glazer's new girlfriend gets killed. Well, it's kind of like... Cropsy attacks Sally... And she grabs his shears, doesn't she? And she kind yeah. of like, and then it kind of cuts, and we're like, "Oh, did she die? Or yeah, didn't she?" It's, it's like this is a horror too. film. Yeah. Maybe she got away. Maybe. Yeah. But Glazer goes and gets the matches, and when he grabs the match, he wakes Alfred up. Well, like Alfred Alfred's being the pretty fucking... much awake. Like he goes to reach, and Alfred opens an eye, and then Glazer like looks, and Alfred quickly closes his yeah. eye. 
And it's like, you're a fucking weirdo, man. Yeah, and he immediately starts, like, following him. It's like, what obsession have you got with Glazer? And he just... Especially if he bullies you. Yeah. Like, why are you following him around? He's like, oh, I've got to protect Sally. You're a fucking weirdo, mate. You just want to look... Do you know what he's probably waiting for? He's probably waiting for Glazer to fuck her so he can see her tits. <laughs> you joke. Exactly. I'm half joking. I'm generally not even joking that much. Like, I generally think that's what it is. But, um... Glazer goes back and he... F- oh, man. This is probably my favourite kill. And it's it's hard-pressed because the last kill was amazing. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I really like this kill. Glazer finds Sally dead. And, like, yeah, he- the only thing I've got a problem with this is Cropsy pretty much appears out of fucking nowhere. He does a few times, to be fair. Uh, yeah, but this one's, like, silly. Yeah. Like, it's like, how did you miss him there? But the kill makes up for it. He stabs Glazer through the... Th- throat lifts him off the ground drags him to like carries him to like this tree and then just like pulls the uh, shears out and he slides down the tree yeah it's great alfred alfred sees all this and he he runs (laughs) he runs off to tell todd yeah todd's asleep and he's like the fuck you wake me up for you little pervy bastard he generally looks like um annoyed at this scene doesn't he todd's like can you fuck off you perv you're a weirdo. I don't you even like you. Are you trying like to look your... at my dick? Yeah. I bet you are. Alfred's like, well, I was. You can but I have got something to tell you. Alfred and Todd travel back to where Glazer and Sally were killed. What I liked about this thing, because what I thought was going to happen was, and I mean, I'll get to him to my ratings, but this kind of made me realise how good the pacing is in this film. But I thought they were going to go back and, like, Cropsy would have gotten rid of Glazer and Sally's bodies. And it was that whole, like, well, they were here earlier. Yeah. And it's like, nope. Finds them straight away. Yeah. And Cropsy attacks pretty much uh, straight away. And Alfred leaves him. Alfred leaves Todd to die. Because <laughs> he's a fucking prick. Yeah. Like, I, again, I don't understand why he has some sort of redemption arc at the end of this film. It's like, I want him to die. Yeah. But Cropsy follows Alfred. And that kind of starts kind of like a cat and mouse chase between Alfred and Cropsy. Before Cropsy runs away, he kind of hits Todd with his shears. And it kind of it's catches like, yeah, him on his like temple. he grazes him, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, and then, so we see that Todd's still alive. This is where the raft of bodies... I love this. Yeah, <laughs> when it kind of like just comes around yeah. the corner. And they're like, oh, oh, it's, it's alright. Yeah. yeah. So it reappears at the campsite and... Um, they, they all think it's a joke. They're like, oh, you know, stop playing the prank now. Like, get up. Yeah. It's all right. And then Michelle decides she's all right. I'm, I'm going to go fucking yeah, she jumps swim, over. swim over it. Todd, at this point, is legging it back to them because he's trying to go and warn them about what's going on. And just as he gets there, Michelle, like, kind of gets on the raft. Yeah. And then, like, a severed arm falls on her. And then, like, Woodstock's body, like, comes out of the fucking water. And it's genuinely one of the best scares I've seen because he comes yeah. out of the water all like like half bloated and he's like white from being in the water and he's all gashed up and he kind of like bobs up and lands on her. Yeah. At the end of the scene, there's like a really cool cut to red as well. Yes, because the blood starts dripping down yeah. the... Uh, yeah. Obviously, all the campers begin to break down at this point. Yeah, they're like, they go we're to going to fucking die. Like, yeah. You know, Todd, like, sort of takes charge and tries well, to get He calm basically says, like, down. get everyone away. Yeah. You go back, get some help, and I'll go back for Alfred. At this point, we see Alfred, he's still hiding from God. There's a cool shot where Alfred's, like, and it kind of reminds me of the Lord of the Rings before Lord of the Rings. <laughs> he's kind of hiding under a rock. Yeah. And the camera pans up, and we see that Cropsy's just standing above him, like, keep going, mate. I've got my shears. 
going to catch up with you eventually. And if you don't know what garden shears are, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. So all the campers head back to the actual camp. The actual camp now. Yeah. On the raft. And um, Todd's looking for Alfred. Michelle reaches the camp. And again, this is another part I loved about this. She, you know, she sees the counselor and he does the whole thing where he's like, ah, oh, you're taking the piss. It's a joke. Yeah. And then she's like, look at the kids. And he literally just looks over and goes, actually, this is real, isn't it? Like, yeah. there's no extended bit where they're like, you're no, you're talking shit. Yeah. Like, it's all bullshit. It's like, he's like, oh, no, they, they look pretty distressed, to be honest. Um, I'll go with you just in case, because they look fucked. At this point, Alfred reaches some sort of structure. I don't know what this is. Yeah, I mean, it eventually turns some... into some sort of mining barn thing, but I don't know what the the outside rock no, is. I mean, maybe it's yeah. a bit of Stonehenge that Cochrane <laughs> that moved to the yeah. Um, Michelle and the older councillor they head back now on a speedboat, and um, Michelle mentions to the older councillor that the police said they were going to come in by helicopter. helicopter, which again is good. They called the police. Yeah, Alfred gets grabbed by Cropsey. Um, and at this point, Todd's still heading for him. This is where Cropsy he kind like of he pins. drags, yeah, he drags Alfred into this mining, yeah, and pins him to the wall with the with shears. the shears, yeah, which is quite cool. Yeah, um, Alfred just sits there and screams the whole time. I was just like, is he finally gonna die? Yeah, just cut his head off. gonna kill him. Kill the yeah. little fuck. Todd's got an axe at this point. I don't know if you can help. Me. I've lit. No, where I've, did he get I, this I've from? literally lit in my note. Todd has an axe. I, don't, I mean, I'm it. guessing he got it from their campsite, like, yeah, before. Maybe, but... I mean, assuming it, because they need it for, like... Because they've went away... F- they've yeah. done, a like, a trek away from the campsite. But it wouldn't have hurt to have a scene of him just... Picking it up. Yeah, he's just got an axe now. He sneaks into this little... This mining barn facility. place. Yeah. And one of the mine carts, like, comes down... Like, well, I feel like Crops has pushed yeah. it at him. And it, he fucking... It knocks him over or something, doesn't it? Well, he leaps out of the way... And he, he kind of like lies down, and as he looks up, he sees Karen, which is just a horribly stock image of Karen dying earlier that they freeze-framed. Yeah. And, like, you can even see the woods behind her, and it's like, you literally just freeze-framed a thing for that, and then... He sees, uh, yeah, he, he sees um sees Karen, she's dead. Cropsient is here now, and, I mean, not to quote the thing again, but Mac wants the flamethrower. Mac wants the what? Cropsy's got a flamethrower from somewhere. Yep. Is this where we get the, the flashback to the beginning of the film? Yep. And, and we then find out that Todd was the one that... Uh, one of the boys that was involved with the prank that burned poor Cropsy. But yeah, Cropsy does this weird thing where he kind of walks through and he sprays the fire. And then all of a sudden he just cuts it off. Yeah. And then it's kind of like a cat and mouse thing again. Todd's sneaking around and he hears Alfred yelling at this point. And this is where we get our... Face reveal. Yeah. And it's worth it. It's genuinely it is, yeah. worth it. Like, I think the the prosthetics are great. Yeah. But his face is pretty much it's just like all to, drooped yeah. fucking yeah. skin, isn't it? Like he's hardly got burn, a face anymore. And it, you know they've done the, they've done it right. They've waited till the end. To yeah, you got a glimpse of it with Alfred. Yeah. And it was like, oh fucking hell. Yeah. And then at the end, you're like, oh my god, that's pretty. Yeah, I can understand that hooker at the beginning now. Like, please, please just go. Please. <laughs> yeah. Todd and uh, Cropsey, they they begin to battle, I suppose. I don't, I don't know. Axe versus Shears. Yeah. Michelle and the council arrive now, and you know they're, they're searching. At this point, Todd gets... Well, Cropsey gets the upper hand, knocks Todd into like a corner. And this is where we get 
Alfred's arc, I suppose. Yeah. Like he grows, he finally grows a pair of balls. Pulls out the garden shears that he could have pulled out fifteen minutes ago, and then he stabs crops, uh, crops, cropsy in the back. Yeah, make it. He drops the flamethrower now. Cropsy kind of falls down dead, or is he? The police helicopter arrives too late. As you if you look in the helicopter, they don't look like police. Really? I don't know if it was just a budgetary Probably. thing, and they didn't couldn't afford police uniforms. Yeah, I would assume. But they're so. just in like shirts and jeans. Yeah, they probably are. So we were all having a picnic before. No, we look this, this closely into it. Little do they know you. <laughs> <laughs> Todd and Alfred begin to leave, and we get our our last the the horror movie cliche of the last scare. Yeah, Cropsy jumps up. I love this bit. He jumps up. And Todd fucking smashes the axe into his head. Yeah. And it like pins him to the beam. And does he, does he catch a light on his own flamethrower that's kind yeah, of like just sitting there? I know it's not yeah. on, but the flame's kind of still on. Yeah, because the flame's like always on. Yeah, because you need like, it. But yeah. um, he, he it just falls by his foot, I think, doesn't yeah. it? And then he just sets a light, which is ironically beautiful. Again. Because, yeah. They walk out and we get a cut now to a... Another another campsite, campsite and we get our call back. Yeah. And it's another camper telling the story of Cropsy. And he does the whole Don't look, he'll see you. Don't breathe. He'll, he'll hear you. you. Don't, Don't move. move. You're, You're dead. dead. And then, and then it, it ends. The and it's fucking great. Yeah. Like I really like that ending. Yeah, it's good. They've kind of like essentially made Cropsy into a legend now. Like even you know what I mean? Like he's he's he is a legend. Yeah. I'm so surprised this film never got a sequel. Yeah, I know, so why. It could have been one of the, you know... Icons. Yeah, like the Jasons and the Freddies. Poor old Cropsy. One thing I want to point out about this, like, it's 1981. It feels like a late 80s slasher. Yeah. 81 still very early, you know, slasher. That's it seems still... very progressive. Yeah. Like, there was, there, was, there was definitely, like, care done to the kills and stuff like that. Like, you know, even the cinematography is not half bad. It's fine, yeah. Especially the shot of Cropsy rising out of the boat. Like, it's genuinely one of the best shots in yeah. horror. <laughs> Anytime he's got his shears in the Yeah, end, like, I'll fight for that. Like, that shot is amazing. Yeah. And again, like, that kill that follows is one of the best kills in horror. But I'm glad the voters picked the bone. Because I always enjoy a chance to rewatch this film. Yeah. That will be my third my third rewatch now. Oh, really? And oh, it's yeah. genuinely lived up to... It's a great film, It's never yeah. got worse, do you know no, what I mean? It's no. always like, oh, there's definitely bits I, I forget about it. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I remember this bit. This bit's fun. Yeah, if you, if you like your slashes, it's one of the better. It's definitely one of the better ones. So do you want to do your ratings first? Sure, why not? Hey there, creeps. Have you ever wondered about ghouls? Or what about ghosts? Well, this is just one topic we'll be discussing in our brand new podcast called Sweet Ass Paranormal. Don't worry, there's more scary things out there than ghosts that go bump in the night. Hey Heather, who's this podcast for? The living, and occasionally the dead. Oh shit! It's a spirit! It's a ghost! No, it's just dust. No, it's Sweet Ass Paranormal! As a film, I'm going to give it a solid full. It's very, very well made for its time. Like I say, it's 1981, yep. and it feels more like a late 80s slasher when, you know, things have been done and they've tried something new. Yeah, when horror was evolving. Yeah. Because yeah. <clears throat> if you compare it to, like, say, Friday the 13th Part 1, 
It's much more advanced than that film. Yeah. Yeah. That film's dated. Yeah. Yeah. Like you were saying, cinematography is pretty decent. The characters well, they, I mean, like, actually get character They gave a arcs. shit about the yeah. cin- cinematography. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it, I mean, it's not great. No, but it's, but it's a horror film. It's but... better than you'd expect it yeah. to be. Uh, soundtrack's really good. Yeah. Really like the soundtrack. It sounds very... I mean, it's, it does sound very 80s, but... Eerie 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, decent character arcs for the most part. Yeah, the, the even the ones that I don't get like is that like, Alfred. It's like, why? Why? Such me- a misplaced character. Me- yeah, like, why I don't they... understand. I mean, I'm guessing they were playing on the whole. You know, he's the outcast, but, but he's not. He's rightfully a, he's... so. Exactly. He's not, being he's not like sympathetic because... outcast. He's being bullied because he's perving on women and running around perving on everybody. Yeah, and then whining about being bullied. And then running around and being a little dick again. Yeah, it's, it's like you're being bullied, mate. Because it's not you're like dick. he's being bullied because he plays D and D. Exactly. I mean, he's just oh, nobody likes me, and I'm. He's no being friends. bullied because he stares at B and V. Ha. So yeah, I'll give it a solid four out of five, and fun fact, a five out of five. I yeah. always enjoy watching this one. Same. I gave it a four, four out of five. five. Yeah, four out of five for a film. Like I said, it's got one of the best kills in horror history, and I'll stand by that. Yeah. It's got one of the best shots for a kill in horror history. I'll stand by that. Um the Cropsy characters developed enough. Like you, you I feel like they've even give him enough characterization. Like yeah. he gets his little I definitely bit the think they were setting up a franchise and it just yeah. didn't happen. I mean they've gave him the whole sympathetic art, like oh he was killed by campers yeah. quite like Friday the thirteenth, yeah, exactly. you know. Yeah. But um way more characterization than it needed. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing. It's good. The pacing is incredible. I don't think I've I, I this this film flies by. Yeah. In a, good, a in a good in a good way. Yeah. Like it's it's so every scene is just flowing into the next. Yeah. There's, there's like no filler. No. It's like every scene serves a purpose. Yeah. And even the teen shit. Yes, yeah. like entertaining. You, you know yeah. I mean? Usually not, the sti- you're, you're just like, like oh, for getting fuck's through. Sake, like, can we shit. get to the fucking kills? Yeah. Whereas this one had hardly any kills, yeah. If you think about it, but the, the kills were worth it for what they were. I've, I feel I will take tension over needless oh, kills. Like any Halloween depends on the There's kind not of film many kills it is. In Halloween. No, like obviously that film. You know, if you if you're a typical fucking slasher film, then yeah, kill all you want. But this, I like that this gave it ten. It was more tension filled than it was in your face, constant. Yeah. Stab, stab, stab. Yeah. Uh, fun fact of the year: five out of five. I have, I think I have more fun with this film every time I watch it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, um, and again, like it's not forgettable in the sense of like in a bad way, but I forget enough about it every yeah. time that I watch it. That and I then go, when you watch it with somebody cool. new, you get to see them watch the boat exactly. scene, and they have the same reaction that we did. When was it we watched? Like maybe like a year ago, we yeah. watched it for the first time. And I, I still don't forget. I still can't forget when me and you were like, oh. <laughs> Karen's going to be in here, or either Cropsy's going to jump out, and then Cropsy did jump out. Like, oh, there you go. And then they're he just all killed dead. everyone. I was you... like, oh my god, you killed all five of them. Yeah. yeah. The editing in that scene is incredible as well. Yeah. For that, um, they cut to each victim and then to each of their wounds, and then it's like stab with him lifting up his shears. I love just, all the shots. It's with so his cool. Shears. Yeah. It's fucking outstanding. And it's got a decent ending, besides the fact that essentially Alfred's one of the heroes. Yeah, <laughs> he's half a hero. At least Todd, he gets the, the final, final kill. Yeah. yeah. So that was the burning. 
Um, as a quick shout out, if you want to hear other people talk about this film, um, our friends Extreme Horror Replay did an episode about this a few weeks ago as well. Yes. I think it was their season two opener. Yeah. So if you want to get a different perspective. I was thinking about this when we put the vote up as well, because I noticed, um, yeah. I noticed those guys had, uh, did they it. enjoy it as much as we do? You have to listen to it to find out. Yeah. No, go listen to them though, because they are. It's good content. <laughs> Either way, even if you don't listen to the burn episode. Right. This is going to be our last regular episode for a while. Because starting next week, we're going to be looking over every Halloween film over October. We thought we'd go big for our first Halloween as a podcast. Yeah. So look out for that over... October, and then after that, we'll be back to our zombie flesh fest, unfortunately. Yeah. For zombie flesh But at least free. it's the last one. Yeah. One other thing as well is that um, myself and Richard will be attending the... Uh, of course. Uh, for the love of for horror. For the love of horror. So On maybe you... Yeah. We'll possibly, possibly get out a, like a little mini-sode, maybe just... Maybe just of us at the event, or they'll at the very least be pictures of on Instagram. Yeah, to check right. out. but we'll be there if any of you are there and you recognise us. Like, come <laughs> on over. <laughs> but um, but yeah, chances are I'll be in the line for uh, Bill Mosley and Sid Haig for most of the day. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. God bless Sid Haig. But yeah, that is it before Halloween. We will see you next time. Bye. the one that was staring at ghosts in the shower.